Romans chapter 15 verse 13. Now, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. What a prayer. What a prayer. A powerful prayer at that. What touched me in that scriptural passage the most is that there are different types of or models of joy. Different types of joy. Wow. The writer of this passage did not just pray that God will fill the people with joy. But he specifically requested that God would fill them with all joy. All joy. Joy can be incomplete and joy can be total. Joy can be complete. Joy can be full. The truth is that many believers, many people, many Christians are still not completely satisfied because certain types of joy is missing in their lives. Little wonder Jesus prayed in John chapter 15 verse 11 that these things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. May be full. So there is a dimension of Jesus' joy that brings fullness, fullness, fullness to your own joy, to my own joy. John the Beloved also confirms that a believer may live and operate with incomplete joy, according to 1 John chapter 1, verse 4, which says, And these things we write to you that your joy may be full. That your joy may be full. I have so believed God for some miracles in the past. I needed some breakthrough desperately in certain areas of my life and I felt at the time that as soon as that area of my life was settled, my joy will know no bounds. But sad to say that a few days after my much desired breakthrough had come, my joy was still incomplete. Yes. So what are the different types of joy that must consume and possess the soul of a true disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ? What are the the, the, the different types, the different models of joy that must be traceable to your life and to the life of every believer and child of God. Friends, to be honest with you, you need the complete joy that Jesus offered to survive the times we are living in. And there are six types of joy that must be found in the life of a believer. And you must earnestly pray and desire God to have all these types of joy fully 
and visibly made manifest in your life. The first and the most powerful is the joy of the Lord. Psalm 16 verse 11 says, You will show me the path of life. In your presence is fullness of joy. In your presence is fullness. Note the word, fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. The joy of the Lord is the most powerful joy a believer can ever experience. The joy of the Lord, the joy of his presence is a type of joy that is experienced by those who spend time in God's presence waiting on him. See, waiting on God is not just a task. It's not an assignment or a daily routine, daily devotion proposed by some spiritual people. No. Waiting on God is a spiritual experience that imparts that imparts joy into your spirit. Hallelujah. In his presence is fullness of joy. Total joy. Complete joy. Once you stay in his presence, you encounter the fullness of joy. Hallelujah. So you can determine if you have experienced the fullness of joy by evaluating how much, how much you invest into staying in God's presence. Dearly beloved, I can say with all boldness, without any shadow of turning, that only very few, very small fraction of Christians in our days experience the fullness of joy. Why? Because very few believers, very few people, very few Christians, very few church leaders, very few people spend time in God's presence. The church of God is meant to create an atmosphere that enables believers to so much desire the presence of God. The church of God is meant to create an atmosphere that connects people to the presence of God. The church of God is meant to create an atmosphere that enables believers, Christians, unbelievers to so much desire. Desire to be with God. Desire to be in the presence of God. The one and only desire of the psalmist in Psalm 27 is the presence of God. In verse 4 he said, One thing, one thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord, that I may dwell in the presence of the Lord, that I may dwell, dwell all the days of my life, doing one thing. What is it? To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Wow. 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 You can 
cannot dwell in the presence of the Most High God and be sorrowful. No way. Every form of sorrow is replaced with the fullness of joy in His presence. As a matter of fact, you are only allowed to enter into His gate with thanksgiving before you can even proceed into His inner court with praise. It's like there is a routine security check at the very entrance to the presence of God. And the angels on duty will strip you of every sorrow before you can step a foot into his presence. You get the fullness of joy right at his presence. If the atmosphere in your home is always sorrowful, then you must create, you must learn to create an atmosphere of God's presence. And in no time, every sorrow, sadness will flee away. Yes! Yes! Stop compounding and adding to the sorrow in your home. By seeking and running after everything else but God. Stop compounding and increasing the sorrow, the sadness in your marriage, in your family, in your heart. Stop it. Create an atmosphere. That is the only way to stop that. You cannot dwell in the presence of the Most High God and be sorrowful. The joy of his presence produces supernatural strength beyond, beyond your own imagination. No wonder Isaiah chapter 41 verse 31 tells us that those who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. Why? Because the joy of the Lord, the joy of his presence is their strength. Psalm 27 verse 14 says, wait on the Lord. Be of good courage and it shall strengthen your heart. The most powerful way to obtain supernatural strength is by waiting, by waiting in God's presence. The devil knows this mystery. So he does everything possible to distract believers from spending time in God's presence. He ladings them with so many activities, work, needs, programs, fun, excitement, and so forth. It seems we can do everything else but genuinely waiting on God in prayers, fasting, studying of the Word of God, meditation upon the Word of God, personal moments, personal retreats, personal times of worship. An adoration of God seems to be almost impossible for many people today. That's why you see so many people stressed, sad, rejected, dejected, oppressed, depressed, obsessed. It's like people have lost the joy of the Lord. Why wouldn't they? Because we have lost the joy of His presence. Every other thing we do aside from giving our full attention to dwelling in the presence of God will only produce temporary joy 
in our soul. The Bible says in Psalm 16 verse 4, reading from the English Standard Translation, it says the sorrows, the sorrows of those who run after another God shall multiply. We multiply our own sorrow and deplete in joy and strength when we run after the God of mammon. For some, their stomach is their God. To others, their career has become their gods. Friends, whatever takes the most of your time, attention, and affection has become a God to you. So what is the object of your affection? What do you love the most? Some love to sleep. Some love the world. What are you running after? Fame? Relationships? Money? What are you chasing after? Whatever you chase after at the expense of your time in his presence is a God to you. And as you chase after those things, you will certainly miss the joy of his presence. For only in his presence will you find the fullness of joy. Friends, every believer, I repeat, every believer must learn to dwell in God's presence daily so as to stay full of joy. The presence of the Lord is a joy station. It's a joy station, like a gas station. You can feel your tongue. And as long as you remain there, you stay full, full of joy. Only the presence of God can produce the fullness of joy. When you touch the joy of His presence, when you access the joy of His presence, seeking God, will no longer be a burden. Prayer will no longer be a burden. You can go anywhere for the sake of the gospel. You can go anywhere. Nothing will be too much to sacrifice because the joy of his presence produces the strength you need to carry on. Seeking God would be of ultimate pleasure when you learn to dwell in his presence. For in his presence is fullness of joy and at his right hand pleasures forever. May the Lord empower you. May the Lord empower you as an individual and empower us as a church to seek and dwell in his presence. In his presence. In his presence. His fullness of joy.
Bringing love.